Hi, my name is Charles Aquosa, and you're listening to Top Talk. In celebration of Black History Month, I'll be talking to you about one of the most significant characters in British history, Emperor Lucius Septimus Severus, the first African-born Roman Emperor. The Roman Emperor Septimus Severus was born into an aristocratic Punic family in 145 AD in Leptis Magna, an ancient city in Libya. North Africa, one of the richest parts of the Roman Empire at that time. As a young man, he possessed charm and was very charismatic. It was said that he commanded respect wherever he went and had skills of oratory that would rival even Cicero. He came to Rome shortly after turning 18, and Emperor Marcus Aurelius was so impressed with his leadership skills that he made him a senator. Shortly after this, he was elected as governor, and the first province he oversaw as governor was in Gallia, the capital of which was modern-day Lyon. Northwestern France looked out towards Britain, and the Classis Britannica, the Roman fleet in the area around Britain, was also in charge of controlling the continental coast. And so, it was in the late 180s that Severus, a man from North Africa, looked out at Britain for the first time. His rise to power came shortly after the death of Emperor Commodus. And for those of you who may not know, Emperor Commodus was brilliantly played by the actor Joaquin Phoenix in the movie Gladiator. After emerging victorious from a period of civil war, Severus expanded the border of the empire to new heights, and he ushered in a period of imperial transformation and founded a dynasty. In June 193, Severus marched into Rome, but before he even entered the city, he was declared emperor by the Senate. Later, in 208 AD, as emperor of Rome, Severus decided to travel to Britannica with the intention of conquering Scotland. Modern archaeological discoveries illuminate the scope and direction of his northern campaign. Severus probably arrived in Britain with as many as 50,000 soldiers, not to mention servants and guides. The intention of Severus in Britain was to conquer the whole island and completely subordinate it to Roman rule. To this end, Severus completely repaired many forts along Hadrian's Wall with the intention of using this wall as a base for the campaign to conquer the north of the island of Britain. If anywhere, and I mean if anywhere exemplifies the Roman skill at identifying the perfect site for a fortress. It was a place called Eboricum, or some of you may know today as York. When the 9th Legion arrived in 71 AD to Eboricum, or we can call it York, there wasn't really much to see. No evidence had been found for a permanent native settlement in the heart of York, 
prior to the Romans, so they would most likely have found before them little more than meadowland. Within a few generations, however, they would have transformed this unromantic countryside into the capital of the north. York had undoubtedly advantages for the task in hand, and Severus knew this. It was the ideal spot to launch attacks against Britannican resistance, making it a sort of neutral territory for which to supervise the natives. York also offered ease of land transport. It sits on a ridge which the Romans used as their main approach to the city. The route is still largely followed by the main road, the A64, today. Severus and his glorious campaign was unfortunately interrupted when he fell ill, and he retired to York and died there in 211 AD. Although his son Caracula continued the campaign the following year, he soon agreed to peace. The Romans never again went deep into Scotland. Soon after, the frontier was forever allotted south to Hadrian's Wall. What's important to remember, however, is that the Roman world was governed from wherever the emperor was located. And many have said that Severus deliberately chose to spend the last three years of his life in Britain and turn York into the imperial capital. We know this because the primary sources say that he didn't just bring military forces, he brought his wife, Judia Domna, who played a major role in influencing the policy decisions of her husband, as well as his sons, Caracula and Gaeta and his entire court. Something also to bear in mind. Severus bought the imperial fiscus treasury and key senators, turning the Principa, the headquarters of the legendary fortress in York, into the imperial Roman capital. Fiscus, from which comes the English word fiscal, was the name of the personal chest of the emperors of Rome. All his jewels, all his belongings, all his riches he took with him, and decided to locate it in York. The headquarters building is now the Cathedral York Minster. And if you go through York today, you will probably see the massive column that sits next to the statue of Constantine outside the Minster. Lucius Septimus Severus. What an emperor. Although his military expenses were expensive for the empire, Severus was a strong and capable leader. The Roman Empire reached the greatest extent under his rule, more than 5 million square kilometers. His expansion of the Limes Tripolitanus, known as modern-day Tunisia, provided to Africa the agricultural base of the empire. His victory over the Parthian Empire, located in modern-day Iran, was decisive for some time, protecting the empire from Nisbis and Singara, otherwise known as modern-day Iraq, and establishing the status quo of Roman rule in the region until 251 AD. To find out more about Emperor Severus, visit www.britishmuseum.org or perhaps you can go and visit the museum yourself on Great Russell Street and take a look at the statue of the great man himself. Thank you for listening.